0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member, FDSE. Show the judges score cards for decision. The judges scored the contest 30-27, 29-28, and 29-28 for your winner by unanimous decision, the Red. Does that take you back? UFC 293 is at the Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney. It starts Sunday our time with the early prelims uh, around 10.30am. It will feature a host of Anzacs, including six of the nine eligible city kickboxing fighters, a juggernaut from Avondale fighting out of Logan City, and the Shoei King, Tai Tuavasa returns along with some of the brightest Aussie prospects in an historical fight card for Oceania. Opening the card is a brand new UFC signing, a Frenchman fighting out of CKB, that's Kevin Yousse, uh, and uh, closing out the day is our middleweight champion of the world, the last style bender, who will defend his crown against a tough contender in Sean Strickland, not the fight we were expecting, but uh, one that will surely entertain the rabid Aussie crowd and those watching from the couch or the pub, and here to break it down, a stacked card is uh, one of CKB's uh, favourite MMA journos, a lad from the UK now based in Las Vegas, who is in Sydney for the Scraps this weekend. And we must uh, get another episode of Pub Talk with Dan Hooker while he's there from Mac Life, an undefeated amateur with a record of 1-0. and The one, the only Oscar Willis uh, joins us on the show. Oscar, oh, I'm worn out after that build-up, um, but you deserve it. And welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I have to say the build-up was a surprise, and I appreciate you whacking the amateur record on there. Even I don't mention that, so I appreciate the (laughs) detail.
0: Right, okay. Well, you're in town. Uh, You're in Sydney town. Uh, How's the buzz for this one? I mean, it's so unique and so stacked for locals, isn't it?
1: it is right and the UFC love to do that they love to give the uh, the guys buying the tickets some some people they know and recognize to watch and I think with this one it's the most stacked for locals I've ever seen you know you've got top to bottom CKB guys Australian guys and the buzz on the ground you know it's been a long time since they've been in Sydney so you're really feeling it you're really getting the sense that a lot of people have actually traveled here from New Zealand from Melbourne from Perth and it feels like the UFC is in town and it's becoming an event in itself you know
0: Well, you've got a great relationship, uh, Oscar, with uh, the CKB crew, especially Dan Hooker, but you also work uh, closely with Izzy's brother. How did the lad from the UK become so close with a team so far away in New Zealand?
1: Well, actually, uh, I have to thank Dan for that. And unfortunately, I have to to sort of go back a couple of years. He got stuck in Las Vegas um, due to travel restrictions and the like. And, you know, I sort of being a lad from the UK, I I recognize there's a bit of a kinship between our countries. So I offered him, you know, a couple of pints and uh, you'd be surprised how quickly you can bond over that when you can't get home and someone's offering you some beer. So that's how Dan and I became friends. And then through that, you know, I've just met all the guys at that gym and they've always been very, very generous with their time to me. And um, that in turn makes me just sort of feel closer to them and want to follow and, and support their journey. So it was a little bit of weird circumstances how I became sort of tight with Dan, but um, it's been awesome the whole thing he's a bit of a wild guy and hard to keep tabs on sometimes but um, when you're with him he's a lot of fun so it's been cool
0: Tell us uh, about working in the MMA media I mean and do you have an association with Connor McGregor
1: yes I do yes yeah. so Connor would be uh, the owner of the Mac life so he would be my boss actually he's the guy I would have to report to so yeah that's uh that, I'd say that's an association Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's he like? I mean, apart from all this bravado that we see in this, um, I don't know. Is it, uh, uh, deep down, is there, is there another side that we don't see to Conor McGregor?
1: Oh, yeah. No, he's uh, he's always been really, really cool to me and, and very, very complimentary of me and my work. And, you know, he's a passionate guy. And I think we can see that passion sometimes when he shows up to events and stuff. But he's also very, very you would people underestimate how sort of switched on he is you know i remember there's times where i've written an article and then i've got a message of him saying i don't like that word change that word you know he's a real like crazy eye for detail um so i think people underestimate just sort of how serious he takes his businesses and everything like that because you know they see the guy screaming and shouting all the time which is you know fun too
0: Okay, Oscar, let's, uh, uh, if we can, look at uh, some of these uh, these fights. Uh, first up, we'll go to the, the main event uh, with Israel Adesanya and uh, Sean Strickland. Uh, what are you picking here and uh, what should we, we, we be looking out for in terms of the styles? <clears throat>
1: well, stylistically, I've got to be honest, Israel could have a pretty easy night at the office here. Sean is... Uh, he stands up very, very straight and he stands very heavy on his lead leg, which is uh, sort of perfect for Israel to just kick away all night, you know. And if Sean can't turn this into sort of a war and a grappling affair, I really don't know if he has the movement to keep up with Israel. I think Israel can kind of pick him apart from the outside or really end the show early and send the fans home happy. Um uh, that said, Sean has come to Sydney talking a big game, as he likes to do. He's talked a lot of trash. Yesterday at the press conference thing got a little bit heated and probably a lot of things said that can't be repeated on on the radio. So, you know, that he is coming here to try and win a world title. He knows that this is his last opportunity to do that. It's a lot unlikely he'll get up here again if he loses on a Sunday. So, you know, you've got to respect someone like that, that they're going to give it their all. So I think Israel will have to keep... You know, he'll have to mind his P's and Q's and just keep himself disciplined. But I'm, I'm leaning towards the champion. I think stylistically he should probably walk away with this one.
0: Okay, uh, the Cone main uh, fight uh, features one of the biggest stars in the heavyweight division and a uh, hometown hero in Tai uh who's looking to bounce back after a couple of uh, pretty tough losses. He's fought taller blokes before and done pretty well. But how do you see this one going?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I think if uh, people are excited to see Israel, they're really excited to see Ty. Uh, and I think he'll feed off that energy. He knows that his back's a little bit against him with the back-to-back losses. And like I said, yeah, he's fought taller all the guys, but he's done very well. He knows that he can has to push the pace, get in on them and sort of throw big shots and get Volkov out of there. And I actually, he's, I think he's the underdog to this fight, but I'm leaning towards him. I think the hometown crowd will rally him, and I think he'll want to show that he's still a force in this division. So I think uh, you might be able to see a pretty fun knockout there.
0: Okay, right. Uh, Let's look and keep it in the family, because his uh, brother-in-law, light heavyweight uh, Tyson Pedro, returns after a bit of a a shock loss, I think it's fair to say, in his last outing. Uh, He has one of the highest ceilings in terms of potential, and we'll want to show that in front of his home crowd. Up against uh, a a Swedish opponent, Uh, who uh, we don't know too much about. Can you fill us in a wee bit more and and a prediction for this one?
1: Yeah, so the story of this fight's been kind of interesting. The Swedish guy... Refers to himself as the pleasure man. No one really wants to ask why he does that, but that's kind of been all the questions asked of Tyson. Tyson, I think, went into that last fight feeling very, very sick. I think he thought he could get through a fight when probably he should have pulled out. And I think we didn't really get to see the real him. So I think he will be looking to prove that actually he has a talent, like you said, very high ceiling. He's been training with the CKB guys for a long time now, for a while. And I think you're going to start seeing him sort of implement their style more and more at each time he fights and I think he'll probably get a really nice professional and disciplined performance from him this weekend. I think I think he will look very good and very he, I think he'll look levels above his opponent
0: Carlos Ulberg is uh, on the card as well as part of the prelims uh, he closes out the prelims actually against a pretty tricky opponent and Darwin uh, Do you see this uh, Carlos who's been on a bit of a tear lately continuing that and uh, will it go early or the distance you think?
1: i can't i can't really decide whether i think it'll go early or or go long but i do think carlos is uh i sound like i'm just picking all the ckb guys here but honestly i think they are really improving each time and carlos is one of those guys that he doesn't just win each time he does look better he looks like a better all-round fighter each time we see him and he sort of really as you said start started picking up momentum and i think Again, much like Tyson Pedro, you're going to see a very disciplined and like slick performance out of these guys. The fact that they're all training together at the same time to fight on the same evening or same morning is uh is massive. It really helps them all elevate their game at the same time. You know, so I think you're going to see a pretty clinical performance from Carlos.
0: And how how important is this to us? I mean, can can you see him at, at some stage breaking into the top fifteen?
1: Oh, yeah. Top 15. Absolutely. It wouldn't surprise me if he was up there after this one. I think, uh, you know, it's early days in his UFC career, but he he, he looks to me like he has real good skills. Um, that that division's a tricky one. There are some really kind of zany guys who fight in really weird ways in that division. So it's hard to know how far up there he can get. But top 15, certainly I would I see him as a top 10 fighter um, after this.
0: Okay. How about um, still staying local here? Blood Diamond and, and Shane Young, uh, both uh, in the early prelims, um, and uh, really both are in need of a win come uh, Sunday um, on this card. What do you make of their chances?
1: Yeah. Listen, Blood Diamond's not had the best run in the UFC. You know, uh, he's had some tricky matchups, and stylistically, some that were pretty unfavorable to him. And Shane Young, you know, as well, he's been around for a lot longer, but it's it's you're, you're right. These guys need a win. Um, I can't I, I don't really know how these fights are going to go. You never know what in that sort of stage where someone's in desperate need of a win, what that does to their mental state. You know, is the pressure going to get to them and will they crumble? Will they fight through that adversity and get the win? It's a bit tricky. So um, I don't know which way those fights are going to go, but I will agree with you that if they don't get a win, it's probably um It's not great for their careers, let's put it that way.
0: Okay, must-wins then uh, there. Uh, West Auckland product, uh, Justin Taffer, who uh, spent uh, some time in the the CKB uh, camp, is running it back with uh, Austin Lane. Now, there's uh, there's a bit of talk, a bit of smack, a a bit of history about this rematch.
1: Yeah, they they fought and it ended very, very quickly with an eye poke. It's very unfortunate. Um, It's funny that... Justin's a man of few words, you know, he said he sort of didn't really care if they rematched or not. Um, But the UFC came with it and he said, OK, I'll take it. And he said, I'm just here at the press conference, kept it short and sweet. He said, I'm just here to knock him out. And uh, again, that's a tricky one to call. You know, they're both such big guys with a lot of power that it's cool. You you can't really say it's a coin toss, you know, but I think, you know, hometown advantage fans behind you. I think Justin could really raise the roof if he lands that right hand.
0: OK, tell us a wee bit about the latest signing, this the Frenchman, Kevin Uh Tell us a wee bit about what we can uh, expect from him uh, being on this card, courtesy of the concussion to uh, Kaikara France.
1: Yeah, well, so he was a late addition, but it's an interesting one. I believe he's on this card because coach Eugene Barman called the UFC and said, hey, I just watched this guy spar Israel, and I think he won the spar. And Israel agreed. He said, yeah, no, he got me. So I think based on that, you know, that feedback, the UFC wanted to take a look at him. And I haven't personally been able to watch him fight yet. I'm going to watch some tape today. But if you're getting that sort of uh, that sort of praise from Eugene, who's not a guy to hand out compliments that easy. I think that sure, they have a lot of faith in him to really make an impact. He's fighting Kiefer Crosby, an Irishman who's also making his UFC debut. Uh, he's a really passionate guy. I know Kiefer as well and uh, i think actually that one might turn out to be like a pretty fun scrap i think that could be the sort of um one to look out for that people aren't really talking about i think that one will open the show pretty pretty excitingly
0: Uh, one of our uh, co-workers as part of sen in australia our uh, brother station over there is uh, aussie prospect jack jenkins Uh, he works on one of our racing shows loves the thoroughbred uh, thoroughbreds as such um he's on the card as well what do you make of his chances
1: i uh i like him and i think he's got real potential he, he's uh feels a little bit like a no-nonsense kind of guy he comes says what he wants to say doesn't sugarcoat it if he feels like he doesn't need to um but i think he's a real talent i mean, every time i've watched him fight he's been able to mix it up really well and sort of change styles during the fight which is not an easy thing to do some guys can go in there with a game plan and stick to it but to be able to go in there think the game plan is not working and switch and change things up to find a way to win that's that's advanced stuff and i think he has that i'm actually really excited to follow his career i think there's something about him that i kind of enjoy it just seems like a, a little bit of a unique character someone that you can just sort of enjoy watching and listening to so i'm actually looking forward to watching his career play out
0: and just finally oscar if you could uh, perhaps preview uh, jamie malaki coming off a loss taking on uh john mcdesi uh, the canuck uh, what's your prediction for this fight
1: i think uh i think jamie going to win that fight i think john mcdessey has been around um he's a tough guy but frankly i think i think jamie Malarkey's tougher um and more skilled and, and and has experience against better guys as well so i'm expecting uh expecting jamie to pick up the win there
0: is this? Uh, I'd imagine this event sold out. Is it? I mean, it was so much sport on this weekend from uh, our point of view over here. Rugby World Cups, so NRL playoffs, etc. But I, I would assume um, this is sold out, being such a unique card.
1: The last I heard, it was either sold out or uh, you know to be sold out by the end of the day. Is what I last heard. It was. I know the ticket prices were a little, you know, a little costly for some of the locals, and I understand that, and that's a shame. But I think they got there. I think. The star power of Izzy, the fact the card had so many locals on it, um, I believe it is sold out, yes.
0: And uh, just finally, if you had to pick a, must, a must-see a must fight, the must-see scrap at UFC 293, which would it be for you?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm going to go for Justin Tarfer and Austin Lane because I don't, I don't really see a way that fight uh, doesn't end with someone going to sleep. And at the end of the day... Fight fans with a beer in their hand, they love knockouts. So I think that's the one that you probably want to sit and catch.
0: Oscar, it's been great, uh, actually, uh, to get such an in-depth preview uh, with your your background in it. It's great uh, to to spend some time with you, actually. Much um, better informed about uh, such a huge card on Sunday. We can't wait over this side of the Tasman. uh, I hope you really enjoy the spectacle that it will be. And I wish you all the best and thanks for your time again.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.